Welcome, everybody, to everyone's favorite convention-focused podcast, Con Job. This week, Ryan and I will be discussing Ryan and Meg's experience this past weekend at Steel City Con in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Without further ado... Hello, hello, hello. Before I even got introduced, how about that? Hello, hello. <laughs> Please, everybody knows who you are. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. At this point, it's been, I mean, we're well over a year now. Let's go. Tighten up, people. It's true. It's true. So, uh, oh, before we get going, I, uh, I totally botched our intro. We're also going to talk about uh, um, some, uh, some con drama, and uh, that'll be at the end of the, uh, end of the, the pod, but... Uh, so, are we back? I have to report, we are back, my friend. We All are right. back. So, so give us the uh, give us the ten thousand foot view, and then we'll get into oh, some specifics. The ten thousand foot view would probably equal the ten thousand attendees that were in the show. And I will, it, I will, really that many. I will leave it at that, and we will start with the questions. So, your first question <laughs> is, was it that many? Uh yeah. So, me and Chris, we guesstimated. Honestly, on Saturday, about on it could be anywhere from like eight to ten easily. Okay, and it it was a small-ish convention center, like it wasn't you know it wasn't really big, but and it was it was legitimately you know elbows to assholes. I'm not even kidding. Okay, it was so, and packed. For those of you guys that don't know Chris, Chris is uh, um, he's a guy that runs Muse Tap. <clears throat> which is uh, an artist artist booth. They do a lot of vendor booths too. Um, they have a ton of different prints, and he does conventions all over the country. And so he also has the vlog out for his uh, the the eats. He that does we, that we participated in Saturday night. Eat, uh, Streets, beats, and eats. I think yes. is the, uh, the yes. Vlog that yes. You guys like uh, like food vlogs. So um, Chris is a great guy. He's from uh, he's from West Kentucky, like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be featured on a couple because uh, we did. God, we did a we did one in Paducah. When I was out there, so that's uh, that's awesome. But let's get back to the the, uh, the review. Yes, yes. Um, so, so lots of people were they buying? Uh, I can tell you that it seemed like everybody was buying. I mean, we even had little kids that were like five years old coming up and spending anywhere from twenty to sixty dollars. <laughs> and I know one of the questions I always like to ask is cash to card. It was. Friday was right around 50-50, maybe 55 cash, you know, 45 card. Saturday was 80% cash. Wow. And, and Sunday was, I want to say, almost 50-50 to the dollar. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was, it was great. But back to the original question, they were buying and they were buying in bulk. And the celebrities were, were fantastic. Like they were really good. Like William Shatner was there, Matthew Lillard. The guys from ET, the guys from Revenge of the Nerds, um, and they were really cool because <laughs> I was in the back room and uh, the, a lot of the nerd, like Lewis and uh, Takashi and Booger, were all back there. Oh my God, Booger was there. Booger was there. Yeah. Oh my and, God, Dudley Dawson, Booger. Exactly. And so he, they're all back there, and Ogre walks in, and he, and it's, it's just he has the same voice. And please all tell the, me he uh, does it. Oh my gosh. So listen, all the nerds are there sitting at the table. And he walks in, he goes, what's up, nerds? 
<laughs> it was just, I was like 35 years later. That's still, that line still just rings, you know, special for me. It's just great. But uh, um, I, I would have loved to have been there. Now you got to be in the green room because Meg was a guest at the show. Yes. Yes. Which it was fantastic. Cause you know, me with the wrestlers, like Rikishi was there and Britt Baker was there and it was, oh, it was, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. The, the DMD. Le champion, yeah. if you will. <laughs> and uh, so this was her first, because she's from that area. And this, she was saying that this was her first, her first time coming home since she won the belt a couple weeks ago. So, and people were probably pretty, uh, pretty excited for that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. They they had good, and Rikishi was super cool. They they had panels going on right behind us, like literally, we were right next to the little door, so we could go in and listen to the panel. So it was it was cool. Like every guest had a panel, and so it was um it was a great show. I mean, I I I, I can't give it. Uh, any more higher marks than 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 this it's just been there was well, I mean, we'll it was packed to, we'll get to the sloppy taco rating here in a oh yeah 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 but it was packed i mean that's obviously as a as a as a vendor and even as a promoter uh because who we had on a couple weeks ago bob he was he, he was very happy with the turnout i mean they had it was so packed on saturday you know how when you get in those rooms and it starts to feel hot because it's just so many people and the air can't keep up that's that's well, you, know, you know when you first get into a show and it's chilly you're like all right it's chilly today and then as the people start coming in it starts to kind of warm up a little bit as the day goes on it was legitimately hot on saturday so i'm gonna tell you there might be a reason for that uh-oh the rumor is that yeah i something happened to the air conditioning that's the rumor and i think because it, you know it's obviously a convention center so there's multiple acs from what i heard the one back where they were doing the photo ops that particular AC went out, but I know they were able to get it back on. But I don't know if it just co- if it's just a coincidence. But it seemed like at the height of the day is when it was hot, right? And then as the day started to thin out, because it it was you know hours wise it was long. So on Saturday it ended at eight. I would say about maybe five. It started to maybe six. It started to get less. You know what I mean? The people started thinning out. And I wouldn't, I would even venture to say that it was still pretty packed at six o'clock. At seven o'clock, it was still pretty packed. But it started, you know, it decreased definitely from the height of the day. So it started cooling off significantly. So it, maybe it was just a coincidence, you know, but I, I did hear that the one AC went out, but I don't have confirmation. Right. And you know what? Regardless, it's, uh, you know, it's a moot point. There was a lot of people. So who, who cares? Right. And, and, and you know, I can point. tell you this. Like William Shatner, his his uh, flight was late, so he didn't actually get there until around two o'clock on Friday. But he, I mean, obviously, you know, when he's there, there's tons of people. He stayed, and he was there till you know his normal time was eight o'clock. He was there, signed everything. Matthew Lillard got there around three, I think, three or four. He was there Friday night till ten thirty, by himself. That's crazy. Yeah, he was like, he went on the loud on the microphone. He's like, "Look, everybody that's here." He's like, "You know, I'm sorry, I was late. The plane." Well, he's like, "I promise you, when you get up to the front, I'm gonna give everybody a hug just to make it better." And and I talked to them the next morning. They said he was here till 10:30. So then Saturday, his line was so long at the end of the day that they started telling the people that had. Uh, they said, "Hey, if you want to come back tomorrow, we'll give you a a special little sticker on your wristband that you can come in." first thing in the morning and get your, you know, to thin out the line on Saturday so that he could go home at a normal, a decent hour. <laughs> they thinned it out. So they said, you can come back sat on Sunday, get first in line and get your autograph then. So a lot of people took him up on that. So 
he was uh, he was swamped <laughs> for all three days. It's uh, it's hopefully he will be a friend of the show soon, and uh, yeah, we'll have yeah. him on to, uh, we to were, chat. So we were actually chatting with him. I didn't bring up I didn't bring up the pod because I didn't want to go there just yet, but uh, we'll see. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, I know load in and load out. We usually talk about load in and load out. Um, that's going to be kind of tough for you because you were a guest. So, you know, you didn't have the the typical drive up. You flew in and did your thing. Right. But I did talk to a bunch of people that were there just so I had information for the pod. Um, obviously, it wasn't it's a small ish convention. center. it wasn't you know, it wasn't tiny, but it's small ish. So they didn't allow driving in. But there was like a, a where you know how you normally pull up to the back. You park, you, you load in and then you, they make you move your car. They didn't make anybody move their car. They just let them park out there. Okay. So it, it was kind of cool. I thought that was good. And it was literally right next to a, um, a hotel. And so a lot of people would just unpack and go put their cars in the hotel parking lot. Right. So it was, it was plenty of parking. I mean, it, was, it, it seemed very simple for them to get in and out. And I can even tell you during breakdown or loadout, it, it, everybody, there was like no issues. Everybody was like walking right out. They had the big, they opened the big doors so you could get multiple people out at once, you know? So it seemed like it was a very, very uh, well-oiled machine. But for us, you know, we just, we had everything in the suitcases. So we rolled right in and set up. It was nice. Right now, you know, good show, you know, busy. If, if you guys had to pay for, for a booth next year, mm-hmm. would you go back? So yes, um, I, I they they are having another one in August, right? Which is this? It's it runs the same time as a different show that we already have. So uh, I don't think we would necessarily do August because it's so close. We would actually think about the December one, but it's also that one's also running up against another show. I'm yeah. not quite. I'm not sure. I think it's C two or uh, it is C two. It is C two. Okay, so I knew it was, and I mean, I we can't pass that one up. So well, um, and it runs against Mega in August. Yes, so that's so, and that's yeah. obviously local for us. So that's not going to be um, possible. But next year, honestly, if if we don't have anything that that weekend already, I I would definitely do it because it was it was a great show. The promoter does a really good job promoting, like just driving up to the place. Uh, before you even get to the convention center, there's signs outside Steel City Con this weekend. You know, come see. Uh, and had a list of some of the big stars, and and so it was it was very well done. I was very impressed. That's a good thing. I, uh, you know, I, that's one thing I've noticed with a lot of conventions that we've done over the past. You know, how many months has it been now? Yeah, fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They haven't advertised a lot. You know, right. Huntington last weekend was one of the first shows that I've done where I saw advertisements around town. Um, you know, and Jared is great at doing that. So it's good that, you know, that these guys at Steel City were also advertising. Um, now, some pretty big news came out of uh, came out of that show. I mean, it was it was it was pretty much. Well, first, they they were at 100 percent capacity. Correct. If they weren't, it was ninety nine point nine, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I didn't, I didn't ask numbers or anything like that, but I, like I said to open the show, it was packed and it was beautiful. And so the most important, ahead. the most important part, there was maybe ten masks in the whole show. Maybe? I, you know, it's it's funny because I had a conversation with a uh, you know friend of the show, Tim Hyde, um, this morning, and we were talking about that, and he he made the comment that, you know, that it was mostly maskless, that he was, uh, he, he was not shocked, but also, you know, 
it it made him he what he didn't feel nearly as uncomfortable as as he had in the past you know right. about right about when it's 50 50 when it's 50 50 you're always like oh do i should i wear it because i don't want people to right. be un- uncomfortable coming to the booth without me wearing one it was the complete it was honestly it was almost like it was really almost like the old days <laughs> You know, it, it really was. I saw, I, I can't, I, I, if I were to even put a number on it, I would say there was probably 50 people in the three days that I saw that had a mask total. And we're talking, uh, I would say 10,000, eight to 10,000 people total. I'd say maybe 50 total had a mask on. Wow. Right. And I even saw couples where one did and one didn't. So I was like, what's the point? You either, you're either all in or you're all out. There's no halfway, but I digress. But it was it was fantastic. I mean, I was just so I was going to actually take a picture and send it to you while we were there because our booth was right across from like Caddy Corner to where the line, you know, where the kind of section of all the uh, celebrities were, and that was so packed. It was almost like, I mean, I don't know if you've been watching basketball. Like they had the the uh, the Milwaukee uh, Nets game on the other night, and they showed the people out front that couldn't get in to the Milwaukee game. And they were out front, so they were just literally right next, like almost like um, Times Square during New Year's. They were just right next to each other, watching on the video what's going on. You know, that's almost how it looked. I mean, obviously it wasn't that many people, but it was easily a thousand people in this little space right next to each other. And I swear I didn't see a mask. I'm sure there were people that had them on, I just couldn't see. But that's how it was packed, and it was just like this is. This, we're back. <laughs> this is amazing. That's what you were yeah. thinking. Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay. So, so uh, I like I'm my brain is 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 working to process all of this because I the very first words that I heard out of <laughs> your mouth this morning was you know we're back. Yeah. So that was it. Are you convinced now? Were you convinced that uh, that the con industry is uh, is back on its feet? I'm 100 percent convinced. I know you've had a couple. I know Tim. We've had we've talked to other people that have had a couple, and it just seems like the people are ready. They're done being cooped up, and they're back out and spending and coming out in droves. And I I really just pray to whoever believes in whatever they want to believe in that it continues through 2097. But right, I'll be, I'll be I'll be happy with just starting out with just getting through the end of the year like this, right? Because I I, I mean because this it, you know for all intents and purposes, I, one of the people that we knew there does this show. It's normally three times a year, and they're they usually average right around a certain number. He almost tripled his number that he averages at this at this show. And that, that's talking. If it's the same person, I think you are talking to. I talked to so many people this morning. Yeah. Um. Because I had I had a two hour, uh, two and a half hour drive to Orlando and back today. So, <laughs> um, I uh, I talked to literally everybody that I could about the show. And mm-hmm. if it's the same person, I think they said the exact same thing. Yeah. Is that they um I nearly tripled my norm. Yes. Is what they said. Yep. Um and. Yeah, that's that, that's amazing, and you know it's a fluke because it's been a year and a half since this show's happened. So, oh yeah, you know it's it, it's one of those. 
I'm going to tell you, it's probably not going to be that big again, you know? So don't plan your entire year around still city con, but at the same time, it's still going to be a solid show. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the most important message we're trying to get across is that, look, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to retire on it, but you can, you could do, could do well. I mean, even if he hits his (laughs) average going forward, then, you know, we're back. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's what he was averaging. So, and that's, you know, I, I look at it this year, um, I think this year we're not going to be able to – we're not going to be able to say anything about any shows. We're not going to be able to say, oh, don't do that one because that one sucks because yeah. you know, pa- you know, past performance is not going to indicate you know, this, year's, this year's expectations. Um, you know, it's, it's just not. You know, we, we might do a show <laughs> – I mean, honestly, we might do a show next week that, uh, you know, that's, that's typically terrible. And it's fantastic or is typically fantastic and it's terrible. That's the thing that I'm worried about for some of these bigger shows coming up that have such big expectations. You know, the, the Tampa Bay is the megas, the dragon cons, the, the planet comic cons, all of those guys, they, they run such great shows. They're either going to be like normal. They're going to be massive blockbusters or they're going to be huge letdowns. I don't think there's really going to be anything like anything other than that. Right. Right. I agree. I, you know, I don't, so I don't think it's going to be like, Oh, I'm a little bit better than last year. Oh, it's a little bit worse than the last time I did. I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm my ulcer is acting up again. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's making me that nervous. So whew, buddy, I'm uh, I am excited, but uh, my, my ulcer is acting up for uh, for what's coming up in our uh, in our next segment, too. So uh, before we get there, let's uh, let's take a little break and hear from our sponsor. All right. We are back. So, yeah, let's let's get into the what do we want to call it? The con drama. Uh, let's call it the uh, Wizarding World of Convention Dates. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So in case you guys didn't know, today, um, Wizard World Entertainment decided to announce the dates for their Chicago show. Um, It's now trimmed to a three-day show. Uh, It's, oh, what is that? October 14th through the 16th, I think, is the dates? Yeah, yeah. 16th, the 16th. Okay. Yeah. 14th through 16th, Um, which is the weekend after New York. So you've got a lot of major vendors that are going to be out in New York. It's a 15th through 17th. 15th through 17th. Sorry. 15th through 17th. Sorry. Um, Hey, you know what? We, we can be a a day off. Um, I'm, I'm blaming missing last year. That's what I'm doing. I'm blaming my, my calendar is all off. Um, it's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, but no, it's the weekend after New York. Um, it's also, it's the same weekend as Indiana comic-con. And Motor City's Comic Con, um, you know, they they're they're new dates for their con. So that's a lot of shows within hours of each other, and they're major shows, man. They are. So that's the that's the that's the issue that yeah, that's the issue that we're going to run into is like we were talking earlier before we started recording. It's it's all these ones trying, you know, we've talked about the log jam so many times this year and someone just kind of willy nilly throws another one right in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, and look, I, 
this is all speculation. This is all, you know, this is all, I'm piecing a lot of stuff together because again, I've talked to a lot of people today and I talked to a lot of people within the last couple of hours since this announcement came out. Um, like I, I got three phone calls back to back to back asking me, did you see this shit? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I just got the email. Um, so let, let's break things down for a minute. Okay. Indiana comic-con typically has their, their convention in the first part of the year. They postponed last year and they wanted to do it in the later part of the year. Couldn't make it happen. So they announced dates last year, last year for their show. Right. Everybody knew when it was going to happen. And we, I think we commented that it's, you know, that looks like it's going to be the weekend after New York because typically New York is a, you know, that X weekend. And this looks like it's going to be the following weekend. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a big deal then. Right. Right. Then a few weeks back, Motor City announced the dates for theirs and it, everybody freaked out because it overlapped Indiana. Now I don't want to be that person, but it came up in conversation that, you know, that, well, Motor City, you know, said, oh yeah, you know, we researched and there was no shows on the, these dates. Yeah. No shows where first and foremost, <laughs> maybe how no, do you shows, miss? no shows in their city. That's about the, yeah. How, how do you miss Indiana comic-con when you search those dates? Right. Come on now. Now is this, is this convention promoter pettiness? Right. And this is one of those, it's not like, we're talking, oh, there was no shows in our area. Like, I, I can understand if they had a show going on in California and you're trying to do one in Motor City. You know what I mean? Then, okay, yeah. I, could, I could understand. But this is it, – it, Indiana's not, not very far away. I mean, so, yeah, it, going back to your, what you were just saying, is it pettiness? Is it, is it just them being malicious? Is it them just saying, kind of, screw you, we're going we're gonna to take all the, all the people – yeah, I don't know. Or is is it Laziness? like is it none of those? Is it just right. that they didn't do the due diligence? Like how how does that even happen? You know how do you how are you a convention promoter and just decide? Oh, you know what? I'm going to take this date without doing any research to see how it's going to affect you because those two shows. Like I already know vendors that were like, oh, I can't do Indiana. Because I've got to do Motor City. It's my best show of the year. Or they're like, oh, crap. I have to find people for both of those shows. Because I'm based in Chicago and I do both of those shows. Like, th there's a lot of that. And we, we talked about the huge log jam. Now, well, you – go ahead. I was just going to say, what if you're a uh, – what if you're one of the um, celebrities? And let's just say you live in Chicago – or you know you live where, you know in Detroit, and you're gonna you want to do you you already signed up for Indiana, and then you know Motor City calls you and goes hey like now you're like crap I could get one that's way closer to home but I already committed to this one, like what do, you know what do I do? Well, I mean, and I think I, I think at that point you you stick with the contract that you've already signed. Obviously, yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't mean that they were going to try to back out, but it's like, well, crap. If I knew about this three months ago, whatever, six a year ago for Indiana's sake, but right, yeah. 
Well, and now, now you've got to look at, okay, Wizard World has now thrown their, uh, <sighs> what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> They've thrown their convention the, into the mix. They've thrown the gauntlet down. But yeah, well, I, it, it, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, n- now, you know, you throw in Wizard World to this. Now you've got Wizard World, you've got Indiana, and you've got Detroit, basically, Novi. Um, Novi, whatever, however you pronounce it. Right. Chicago is smack dab in the middle. It's a couple hours from Detroit. It's a couple hours from Indianapolis. Now you're splitting not only fans. I mean, Indiana's not going to suffer that much because let's let's be honest, not a lot of people travel from Indiana to go to to Wizard World. Now people do travel from Chicago to go to Indiana. Indiana. So you know that will affect them a little bit. But you're splitting vendors the week after New York Comic Con. You're splitting vendors who are trying to get back home because two weeks later, the rumor is that we're going to have another huge show in the smack dab in the center of the country. I'm not saying names because I don't want to get those rumors started, but everybody on this planet knows who I'm talking about. Now you've got you've got Chicago thrown in the mix, you know, where vendors are trying to get home. They they've done New York. So, you know, they've they've probably already planned to do to do Indiana, you know, and now you're throwing all these different different moving pieces in. You know, then you've got to think this Chicago show. Mm-hmm is a month and a half before C2E2. Yes. So now, I mean, how many people are going to go, oh, I want to go to Wizard World. Right. Versus, oh, I want to go to C2E2. Because, yeah, there's a, I mean, look, last week whenever whenever Reed Pop announced that they were doing the membership, and I don't know if you've seen, seen anything about this yet, um, and we haven't talked about it, but but Reed is doing it's a $99 a year membership and you get like a ton of virtual content at the shows, but you also get access to, um, to early sale tickets. So you can get your tickets before other people do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. If I'm a person that's doing, you know, if I'm doing Emerald city, I'm doing C2, I'm doing New York. And, you know, I, I decide I want to pop down to Miami for Supercon. I'm going to pay that hundred bucks and get my tickets before anybody else so that I know I can do it. But people were losing their minds over it because they're like, oh, I've got to pay more to be able to get tickets. This is just <laughs> terrible. I, I hate them. Well, I, we, I hate we them say so it all much. the time. We always, we say it all the time in our calls. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. But no, look, looking at that, I mean, is wizard trying to bank on getting, you know, getting people that would typically go to C2 into their show because now they're ticked off that they, you know, they may or may not get tickets. Who knows what all this is? That's the thing. Like you said, it's speculation. We don't know. Are they just trying yeah. to, Hey, my thing is bigger than yours. Or is it just, we really didn't know. And it's an honest mistake. Or is it just, we knew and we didn't care and we're just, and we're doing this and you guys, we're going to force you to make the choice. And that's, I hope that's not it. Cause that's very unfortunate. It, it, it is because there's, um, there's, I mean, there's what 52 weekends in every year and there's no sense. And I mean, 
it'd be better for everybody involved if you pick an open date because you know all the vendors can do all the shows instead of having to pick you know and all the people can come to all the shows instead of having to pick so exactly why, why would you eliminate like in this case there's two other shows so now i would think you're you know you're you're catering to a th- you know a third of the people instead of 100% of the people yeah it's at the end of the day i you know i get it the convention centers have dates but this this was and I, I will I will stand by this. This was a, a bad idea for the two shows that decided to choose that weekend. Right. Um, you know, I it's unfortunate for Indiana Comic Con because they've had these dates. Right. And it, it's it's frustrating to you know to see that these other two shows have decided to to overlap and with them being so close. If if one of them was in Philadelphia and the other one was in freaking Phoenix. Perfect. That's fine. But hours apart from each other is just, woo. I mean, I, tonight I talked to somebody that was like, yeah, now I've got to email Indiana because I'm so freaking close. Like, you know, I, I, I am virtually down the street from, you know, from Rosemont. One is still going berserk. <laughs> I think you need to, I think you need to go on uh, silence. Silent mode. Yeah, well, but, my my old phone sucks, and I can't while I'm in while I'm in uh, in the app. It's the worst thing ever. Um, so just so you guys know, don't drop your phone and try and get it replaced <laughs> because Verizon definitely did not want to do that for me. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on my 2000 in my 2017 model Samsung S8, the the Galaxy well, Eight, and it's so well, you've seen it, Ryan. Yeah, it's so the, bad. That's the first problem. Is this a Samsung? Should the well, Apple ones generally? I, I, what? So I can use it as a paperweight, just like my <laughs> other one. Um, oh yes, I went there. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, I think we're going to see more of this going forward too. Like, I think we're going to see as the year gets later and shows that have like not really committed to dates start to reschedule. I think we're going to see this probably for the next nine to ten months. Yeah, it's definitely I, – I mean, obviously, next year it's going to thin out and it's going to spread out and things are going to get you know, back to normal in, in regards of scheduling. Yeah. Um, or, or it damn well better. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> or there's going to be hell to pay. So let's just hope. You know what we did not do? We didn't give the uh, how many we did not tacos? give sloppy tacos, and I am uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and do it. All right. So for me, uh, let's see, Steel City Con. I'm gonna because I don't like to say anything was perfect. You know that I feel like there's always room to improve, even though I I really can't think of anything they could have done. The hours were a little long on Friday. I guess that would be my only critique. It started. You know, it was 10 to 8 Friday, 10 to 8 Saturday, and 10 to 5 Sunday, um, 9.30, all three days for, for um, VIPs. The Friday one I thought could have probably gone from maybe 1 to 8 or maybe a little bit later to 8. Um, but with that said, it was packed. You know, it, it, it was definitely busy starting at 10. So, I mean, that, it's, that's why I can't really give it a, a negative, you know, critique on that one. But I'm going to just – I'm going to give it four sloppy tacos. 
but I am going to throw on a little bit of the sloppy taco sauce just to, just to add to it. Okay. Okay. All right. Cause I don't, uh, I can't say anything's perfect. I don't want to ever, you know, I, I seriously doubt anyone will ever hear me give it a full five, but to me, this is as close as you're going to get at this point in time. All right. Well, I dig it. So, uh, Tune in, uh, tune in next week, you guys, when because uh, that's a wrap. By the way, um, <laughs> tune in next week. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Jay Branch from Mississippi Comic Con on. Jay uh, Jay is part of the team at uh, ABC Conventions. Um, super excited to have him on. I'll be at the show, um, so I'll be able to uh, to do a review once you guys get back from uh, from Egypt because you guys are uh, you guys are doing Egypt, so. Um, yes. we're not taking a break though. We're going to, we're going to charge on. It's not going to just be me rambling. Thank God. Um, Thank God. we've, uh, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> we've, uh, we've got some programming, uh, in store for you guys. We're going to talk about, uh, the upcoming summer cons and, uh, depending on, uh, on how froggy Ryan feels, um, you might also get, <laughs> uh, get the, uh, the teaser of cosplay is dead. So, um, that'll be an interesting one as well. Yes. Yeah, so I'm exciting. We got the trip, we got the shows, we got we got it all, we got it all going, and we're back. <sighs> and with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. We love you. See you later.